You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. This is our third and final installment on how to build a marketing action plan. In lesson one on this series, we looked at why it's really critical to set goals for your marketing plan and why without a goal, without a clear target of what you want to achieve, your marketing activities will be sporadic, random, arbitrary, and probably won't work very well. And then in lesson two, we looked at how to turn those goals into meaningful action plans to go from annual goal down to quarterly goal, down to monthly goal, and finally into a weekly action plan that you can execute and that you can build into your calendar, build into your routine and build into your workflow. Now, those first two lessons are really the meat of this topic, but in this third and final lesson, I want to kind of wrap up for you some of these success disciplines that are required to get this right. Because the truth is, and we talked about this earlier, going through and building this plan is certainly not easy, and most people don't do it, but not because it's difficult. They don't do it because it's boring, right? It's much more fun and exciting to just sit there and dream about all the possibilities and dream about what the future has in store than it is to actually sit down and write out the steps required, the work that needs to be done to get there. That's boring. That's uncomfortable. Nobody likes doing that. And most people don't do it. But the other mistake that people make is they write out these really detailed plans and they map out, okay, yeah, for the year, I need to do all these things and I need to do this this quarter and this week I'm going to do all this other stuff. And they have these very detailed, elaborate plans that are simply not actionable. Either they're too elaborate, they're too laborious, and they're not grounded in reality, or they're simply overwhelming and they're not able to actually execute on those plans on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, in which case, what was the point of the exercise to begin with? I'll be honest with you, you're probably not going to get this right the first time or even the first couple of times. You're going to slip, you're going to fall, you're going to make mistakes, your plan's going to go off the rails, you're going to get distracted, your priorities are going to shift, and you're not going to make the kind of progress that you hope to make on paper. Like we said in the previous lesson, there's always a variance between what you wanted to do and what you're actually going to do. And that variance is perfectly natural. And I don't want you to let that demotivate you because it happens to everybody. The key here is to chip away at it. It's that every single week, that variance gets a little bit smaller. And every single month, that variance gets a little bit smaller. And every single quarter, that variance gets a little bit smaller. So that over time, you're building a habit. You're building a skill. You're getting better and better at consistently executing on your marketing and on your business development activities that are going to drive results for you down the road. And to help with that, I want to talk you through five success disciplines for marketing execution. These are things that we've talked about in some shape or form in the past and certainly within this series on building a marketing action plan. But I want to really single these out and have a a focused discussion on the five success disciplines. If you understand how these five pieces work together and you have a process in place to implement these disciplines on an ongoing basis, you're going to be ahead of the game. The first is vision, and we talked about this in the very first installment on this series. Vision is critical. 
the last thing that you want to do is build a really concrete plan and really map out what you want to do without answering the question, why? And that's ultimately what vision does. Vision answers the question, why? It's really easy to, ident to identify what needs to be done and what you need to do and how to do it. But if the why isn't clear, if the why doesn't resonate, if the why doesn't light a fire inside you and motivate you to do the work week in, week out, then you're not going to do it. So you need to have that vision in place for your business, for your firm, and for yourself. And you need to be revisiting it every so often to keep that vision fresh, to keep it top of mind, to keep yourself motivated in your journey towards that vision. So let me offer a personal example for you that'll hopefully make this more real. My vision for my business is a little bit different than I think what most people hope to achieve when they build out a company or a firm. I have no aspirations of building out this massive firm or this massive team. I have no aspirations of hiring staff and having a team of people that work underneath me. In fact, that's the last thing that I want. My vision for my business is I want my business to create the freedom and the flexibility that I need to be able to spend time with my family, to be able to give back to my community, to be able to raise the kind of money and earn the kind of profit that I need to give back to charity and to support those who are less fortunate than me. And it's also to give me a platform that I can use to help other people. And in the end, you know, my goal is to help business owners and firm leaders and professionals just like you earn more money, to make more profit, to build the firm of your dreams, to achieve your vision. And there's a lot to that. And if I can help you in one specific way, if I can help you with your marketing and with your business development, with your sales, then that's the contribution that I want to make to you and to the world. And that's the vision that pulls me forward. That's the vision that motivates me. That's the vision that makes me get up every single day and do this work. So that's the first success discipline. The second is planning. We've talked a lot about planning over the last couple of lessons. So I'm not going to bore you to tears in the details, but when we talk about planning, we're talking about that process of going from vision to goal, to annual goal, to quarterly goal, to monthly goal, to weekly action plan. That's all part of the planning process. And it's critical because you can have a vision and that's great. And that's really important. And you can have goals and that's really important. But if you don't have a plan, to achieve those goals and to achieve that vision, then it's all just going to sit on the shelf and gather dust and you won't actually make any progress. But planning is more of a success discipline than a process or an activity because it's ongoing. You don't just plan once and then hope that everything goes according to plan because it's guaranteed that it won't actually work that way. You know, Mike Tyson famously said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face you're going to get punched in the face. This first plan that you develop is going to change. Something's going to happen. There's going to be a wrench in your activities and your plans, and you're going to have to revisit your plan on an ongoing basis and pivot to figure out what to do next. The third success discipline is process control. Now, the thing about planning is you can pretty easily map out what needs to be done. That's not that hard. You can say, look, I need to send these many emails, make these many phone calls. I need to write these articles. I need to record these videos. That's easy. The difficult part is integrating the plan into your process. 
It's integrating what needs to be done into the way that you work because you have a certain rhythm already. It may be chaotic. It may be random and sporadic, whatever it may be, but there is a rhythm. There is a way that you work. And if you don't think about how the deliverables, the things that you need to get done are going to fit into your workflow and to your process, then they're probably not going to happen consistently. So process control is all about aligning your actions with your plan. It's about making sure that the things that you do on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, are in line with your plan and are making progress in accordance with your plan. So let me give you an example. Let's say you want to write one article per week and you've got that in your plan that this week and next week and the week after, every single week, I want to write one article. That's probably all you're going to put on your weekly action plan. The next question is, well, what's the process? What's the process to write that article? What are the steps? So you might say, well, the first step is to brainstorm topics. The second step is to write a headline. The third step is to do an outline. The fourth step is to write a first draft. The fifth step is to edit that first draft down to a, a polished and refined article. And the last step is to send that off to an editor for review. Now, all of a sudden, that one task of writing an article is broken down to six really detailed and concrete steps that you can now integrate into a process, that you can integrate into your calendar and into your workflow. The fourth success discipline is measurement. That as you go through on a week-to-week basis, on a month-to-month basis, even on a day-to-day basis sometimes, you want to be measuring your activity. You want to be making sure that you're actually producing what needs to be produced, and you're making progress on your goals. So this is something that I recommend you integrate into your weekly accountability meeting, is that when you get together with your accountability partner, when you review your week, you actually put some kind of hard metric on your performance. And in some cases, that's easier. So for example, if you have to make or send out rather 40 prospecting emails, then you can quantify that. If you didn't send 40, then maybe you sent 20 or you sent 30, and that can be quantified and you can measure your progress and observe the variance. In other cases, it may not be as easy to measure your progress, but the point is that you want to be tracking your progress on some of the key metrics, on the key activities, so that over time, you can ensure that you're making progress and the variance between what you said you'd do and what you actually do is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The fifth and final success discipline is time use. Time is ultimately your most scarce, valuable, and precious resource. That ultimately everything that we're talking about happens within the context of time. So to get good at execution, to get good at consistently executing on your marketing plan, you have to get good at managing your time. And there are a couple of things I want to highlight here with regards to time use. The first is it's really important to block off the time in your calendar to get your marketing and your business development work done. If it doesn't get on your calendar, it's probably not going to done. Block off the time, call them your golden hours, and whenever it is, it doesn't really matter whether it's, you know, whether you block off a few hours at once during the week or maybe like an hour a day or a half an hour a day. It doesn't really matter how you choose to do it, but you need to block off the time and you need to make that time sacred, that that time is like a client meeting. You wouldn't just, you know, not show up to a client meeting. You wouldn't just cancel a client meeting. You wouldn't just simply renege on a commitment like that. You would take that commitment very seriously. And when you make time with yourself, when you put time on your calendar to build your business, you need to take that commitment very seriously. And the second thing I want to mention here is what they call greatness in the moment. 
Now, this is something that's so hard to do in this day and age because we have so many distractions that even when you block the time on your calendar and even when you show up to do the work, you're probably going to have your inbox open in the background. You're probably going to have your phone beside you that's buzzing with emails and text messages and phone calls. You might even have Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn open in one of your browser windows. And every now and then, when again, when you're confronted with the real challenges of the work, because the work is not easy, the work is hard, every now and then you're going to you're going to check your email, you're going to check LinkedIn, you're going to check Twitter, you're going to check Facebook, you can check Instagram, check Snapchat, whatever it may be, whatever your vice is. And all of that really just, it's a disservice to the work because you finally made it. You're there. All of your goals, all of your plans, your, your vision, your annual goal, your quarterly goal, your monthly goal, your weekly action plan, your daily plan, all of it comes down to this moment in time. This is where the work actually gets done. You're sitting there now. You have the opportunity to execute and to do the work that you know needs to be done, but you're distracted. And that's only doing a disservice to yourself. So you really need to find ways to focus and to find ways to be great in the moment. And that involves shutting out distractions. That involves turning off your phone. That involves putting a blocker on your internet or your Wi-Fi so that you can't actually browse the internet as long as you don't need to for your work. That involves taking whatever steps need to be taken to giving you the focus that you need to do the work that needs to be done in the moment. So that's a wrap on this lesson and on this series on building a marketing action plan. I hope you've gotten some valuable advice and guidance on how to go about executing your marketing plan week in, week out, month in, month out, and quarter in, quarter out. If you have any questions, feel free to, to drop me a line. You can go to boutiquegrowth.com slash ask and ask a question there uh, by submitting the form. And I may choose to answer your question here on the show. So by all means, check that out and ask me any questions that come to mind with regards to this topic or any other topic. If you haven't yet joined us inside our free course, by the way, on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, we do have a video version of the course out right now. So you can watch the videos or listen to the audio, whatever floats your boat. You can get immediate access to all the course materials at fiveleadgen.com. And you can spell out five or use the number, either one works. That's 5leadgen.com. Finally, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show in iTunes, please go and do that right now. Open up iTunes, search for Forecast Marketing, find the show, hit subscribe, and while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show. Thank you so much. Thank you.